Hello, my friends. Today we're in Psalm 74. It's a Psalm of Asaph. I'm going to read it to you from the NIV. Apologies that my voice is a little hoarse after Holy Week, but bear with me. Oh God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember the nation you purchased long ago, the people of your inheritance whom you redeemed, Mount Zion where you dwelt. Turn your steps toward these everlasting ruins. All this destruction the enemy has brought on the sanctuary. Your foes roared in the place where you met with us. They set up their standards as signs. They behaved like men wielding axes to cut through a thicket of trees. They smashed all the carved paneling with their axes and hatchets. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, we will crush them completely. They burned every place where God was worshiped in the land. We are given no signs from God. No prophets are left and none of us knows how long this will be. How long will the enemy mock you, God? Will the foe revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the folds of your garment and destroy them. But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on the earth. It was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monster in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened the springs and the streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, yours also the night. You established the sun and moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, Lord. How foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant, because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises continually. So Psalm 74 is a psalm for when evil is loud and God seems silent. It is a psalm that is about seeking God when everything has fallen apart and you're not sure how it can be fixed or if it will ever return to being okay again. Psalm 74 uh, is most likely dated to the years following the Babylonian exile of 586 BC and the destruction of the temple. It is in the wake of national disaster and it lines up with Psalm 79 and 137 and Lamentations 2. And the tone 
clearly kind of calls from that space. God, why have you rejected us forever? And there's clear uh, requests that are made. Remember, uh, don't, don't walk away, but turn your steps back and walk through the ruins with me. Let me point out all the details of how evil and uproar ravaged your holy place, the, the place where we meet with you. And then let me show you how not only are the enemies having their way, but you seem completely silent and absent. And that's the most painful part. Take your powerful right hand out of your garment held close to your chest and start swinging and destroy the enemies that are having their way with us. And then this burst of praise verses 12 to 17, a remembrance that just as evil ravaged in the midst of the, the temple, the holy place in the midst of the earth, God did his best work. This turn that says, but yet God is the redeemer who broke the heads of the dragons, who broke the beast and turned uh, the carcass of the beast into a feast for the wilderness animals. And this is a personification of uh, the evil empire uh, of Egypt that had ravaged Israel. God is the redeemer there, but also God is the creator. And so there's clinging to that as well. Sun and moon, day and night are yours. Summer and winter are yours. All the boundaries of the earth are yours. You are a creator. Your name is sovereign. You're a king of kings. And then it turns back to the urgent situation. Yeah. Remember how the enemy continues to ravage and rage, uh, how fools are having their way. Uh, remember your name and your afflicted people. And don't forget, don't give them over, but look at this, look at them. And don't let them turn back in disgrace. Let them praise you. Rise up and stand up and don't ignore or forget the uproar of how enemies and fools are standing up and rising up against you. Important things are revealed in how Asaph responds to this devastation. Tim Keller points out two things he doesn't do. He doesn't passively resign himself to the evil status quo as though uh, nothing can be done. And neither does he angrily turn away from God, assuming he knows better. Instead, he expresses his sorrow and complaints, but always toward God. He remembers that God has all the power, verses 13 to 17. And he's saying effectively, uh, as Peter says in John 6, 68, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Uh, Tim Keller says really starkly, if we believe in God only when he is doing great things for us, we're not really serving him. We're only using him. Friends, keep praying those prayers even when things are desperate and everything seems beyond repair. Even there, God is near. When God seems most painfully absent, 
God is often actually most powerfully at work in feeling our pain. Pray, nonetheless. Turn toward God in your anger and despair and your fear. Peace, my friends. Be well.